that. We are not here to claim that Ed Norton Edward has Norton ever done blackface. May have done blackface, but I don't know about we it. We don't know. We don't know if Edward... Yes. But he did play a Nazi, remember? Mm. Which is also mm. racist. That's right. So maybe he should take a step back. And, and are about- Nazis just a form of blackface because they're also just racist? It's all it's, racist. It's just yeah, it's just ra- they're just racist. Yeah, is is in it is is it the same thing to say that maybe we're saying maybe in maybe some interpretations. in some worlds in some lines of thought Ed Norton has done blackface. In some universes, all of our favorite celebrities are in blackface right now all together yeah. and it's like a weird club and then the press breaks in and they're like, "Oh, uh, Everyone's going down. <laughs> the fucking like Steve Carell and shit. They're all in blackface. I would love it. If it <laughs> that, what a great story that would be, even in our universe, if it was just. I love that you said Steve Carell too. Yeah. Like a bunch of like, uh, like formerly very well known actors no, that like, like who are now just like, what are they doing? Like, yeah. what is Jason Sudeikis? Oh wow, this is new story. I just found Jason Sudeikis was at a bar with a bunch of fifty Steve other actors. Carell <laughs> doing Steve Carell, blackface. Will Ferrell, <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yes, just the all the faves, all the boys, all the famous uh, early two thousands comedy boys. boys. I, I say some of these boys are gonna be. They're going to be in the next big Sondheim musical. Steve Carell, Will Ferrell. They're going to be in Assassins, the movie. Okay, so Will Ferrell would be like... Wilkes. Yeah? Wilkes Ferrell. I was thinking... Oh, yes. Yeah, that's why I chose that. Yeah, yeah. And he has curly hair. Mm-hmm. And can have sideburns when you think about it. And they both are actors. Yes! Oh, my God! Yeah. That almost makes it like the ultimate role I for know. an actor. I know, yeah. Yeah, wow. And he could tap into like his serious side too. That's true. He can get pretty stern. Yeah, the, some of the scenes I remember, my favorite dramatic scenes that informed my appreciation for the dramatic arts happened in Talladega Nights. Right. What was your favorite? What's your favorite feral bit? Where uh, he just like really made your heart quake. He was crying about the cars. Yes. And because he couldn't dad. win. Yes. Yeah, he couldn't win. Well, he wanted to be number one. Yeah. And, um... Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Who doesn't want to be number one? Honestly. I mean, nobody's going out for number two. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Um, I just got a really good thought. What if you just made a whole career of redoing early 2000s comedies as, like, tragic musicals? (laughs) You just have to get point by point. Yeah. The plot. Yeah. Because I've been scouring the plot summary of You, Me, and Dupree. Yeah, that's right. Trying to eke out some meaning from these words. Right. Um, Romantic candles burn down the front room. You know, uh, Carl envisions Dupree um, engaging in sex with Molly, which sends him into a rage. I, you know... Jokes. Dupree makes friends with the neighborhood kids to make up for his misdeeds. Nobody likes anything more. 
Like, if you just read it on paper, like, nothing about that is inherently funny, right? Like, I don't no, know what the fuck you're talking about. I was screaming. You were cackling. Yeah, I was like, this is insane. Like, so you got Carl, and Carl's marrying Molly, and Molly's dad is Carl's boss, and he doesn't even like Carl that much, but he likes to pre. Are you kidding me? That's a recipe for disaster. And now you got the guy moving in? Oh, This wow. is fucking ridiculous. Wow, it's a farce waiting to happen. It's a farce. Is it a farce? It's a farce. It's yeah. it's like, what about Bob? Have you okay. seen that one? I haven't seen that, but I've heard good God things. damn. You think if I read the, uh, the plot summary of what about Bob, I would laugh out loud? You, you That's mean what I'm saying. I don't think you? you can. I don't. <laughs> no, it didn't. I'll tell you the summary of what about Bob. Okay. Bob is... Don't reveal it, though, because I heard it's good. Bill Murray, and okay. he's a patient. Yeah. And he's got a therapist who is Richard Dreyfus, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Richard Dreyfus just wants to go on vacation with his beloved family. But then Bob comes, too. Oh, jeez. So you don't want to know what happens next, because the family starts to like Bob more than richard Dreyfus. Uh, calamity gotta, yeah and sometimes i think dads are worried about getting murdered by their families because their families <laughs> know about all like the lies and the just the lies you know and so they yeah. murder them also isn't embarrassment a sort of murder yes yeah i would say like all our dads are just yeah <laughs> dreaming of the nightmare when eventually yes. their kids will be like <laughs> wasn't good enough papa <laughs> and then just like and then just has like a crazy nice car and like a crazy salary <laughs> job and it's just like look i got a fucking benz i got like eight promotions and now i'm like retired at 35 i got a beautiful stunning wife named lisa wow um and what do you got dad you're divorced still working that in that fucking butcher butchery and you look like shit. Yeah. And you will have none of my money. And you will have none of my money. Because yeah. normally it's the other way around. Normally the dad gives away some mm -hmm. of the wealth to the son. In That's this case, right. it will not go the other way because that doesn't make any sense. No. It's, this is not anarchy. There's a flow of things. And you forgot to have wealth as a dad. So you didn't give yeah. me any. I was fi independently wealthy. This is actually what I am saying to my dad mm. sometimes. That's what I was thinking. Some of this is starting to ring true yeah. for your story. Right, yeah. My dad, of course, famous uh, roller coaster tycoon, billionaire, gave sure. me plenty of wealth. But you're, yeah, what, your dad? My dad was in the butcher. Uh, yeah, the butcheries. Butchery. Yeah. Oof, rough. Yeah, rough. Rough. Uh, he, and he was with draining in the draining department. And that's... We wouldn't even ask him what does that mean because I could he, only he would the mind so, reels. He looks so queasy when he comes home <laughs> that I just don't even want to know what ha what has happened during his day. It could only be bad. It could only be bad. Well, I guess he could be like uh, milking the cows. To see the is but that butchery qualify as raining? No, they don't draining. sell milk. That's the dairy bar. It's across the street. <laughs> The butchery only sells fucking meat, raw. That's right. Raw, raw fucking flan meat. flanks and yeah, well, giblets. tendon, tendon and yeah. giblets and and that's it. And rump, 
Oh, of course. Yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're your hosts here. We are here. We are your hosts, um, which is featuring me, Alex, Alexander Mann. That's right. That's right. And, and my- uh, Perry Corduroy. Yep. Over mm. on my uh, left. Almost. Uh, more, more of a center right across from me. Perry Perry. I, I wasn't Carter. exactly talking. Mm, that's the that's the ticket right there. Is the Perry. can you remember the name? Perry. Six. We're what? Six episodes in Perry. now. You got the first We've one known down, each Pat. Other from birth. From that's true. Know that I, I know you. And yeah. If your name isn't Perry Craft. I am the devil. Well, it looks like you better grow some Shush. longer horns. Because <laughs> uh, wow. you might be uh, getting some red Perry. skin pretty soon. Wow. And now you're now you're coming with this with this uh, anti-native. No. <laughs> Classically, Alex, you know, yeah. maybe you don't know. The devil is portrayed with red true. skin. And well, they uh, say the Antichrist is going to be pretty handsome, so that's true. I th- thank you so, for the compliment. Oh, <laughs> no problem, yeah. uh, Mister Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fucked up. I mean, that's like my parents are going to listen to the show, and you're going to have them thinking that I'm the devil. That's just like messed up that you would say that. I don't know. I thought um, you liked it. No, I mean it's it's fine. Uh, Perry, tell them what what's your name, Perry? Uh, my name, of course. Just think of the Cowdery. Th- That's right, Perry Cowdery. Sorry, what were you? And saying? what did you remember? The t- t- tycoons, of course. The Cowdery, yes. Yeah. The Cowdery coaster. A <laughs> Cowdery coaster. coaster never breaks down. That's right. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Look at this. Do you see it? Yeah. It's tattooed on my arm. I see that. Cowdery coaster never breaks down. Gosh, I feel like I could have just read that. What a poetic phrase, and I love my family. Yeah, I have the best family. Really? Oh, sure. And and you you meet up and that we yes I am well yeah of course. Okay. Well, you know my recent troubles, of course, with the show and my parents. Now yeah, you had some big on the rights to Crab Lord and is now uh, bumper right. cars bumper in the cars, park. Yeah. Um, so of course I I right. had you were spent, very upset about that. This I. Week was very upset about this week yeah so my wow. parents um i've not seen them in a few weeks oh. it's been rough wow been having to fend myself for myself a little bit uh, i miss yeah. the coasters i miss the comfort yeah i miss the parks but this is real life and you got to go yeah. back you got to try try again that's what sondheim did and that's Get what back I up shall that do. Lift hill. That's right. No matter how many rollbacks. Mm-hmm. Sure, and no matter how many. With these terms. That's right. And I have basically unlimited wealth, so it doesn't really matter. That uh, much yeah. like Sondheim. And, and uh, me too. It's like just like anybody we know because of our just like where like where we're at. Our mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our uh, echelon, if you will. Right. Our ek. Ep, our uh, epitomal. Epos. Our a epoxy. Speaking of Latin, rubbing. by the way, yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, 
Uh, this isn't a farce, Alex. It's, wow. But, because, but, but maybe we're but, about to... But don't call uh, me Bert Shevelov. Oh, don't shovel off. I would... <laughs> well, I'll just Larry Gelbert my way... Son time that you listen to what we're about Based to talk about. on a play by Plautus. Oh. Is it really Plautus? Plautus. Plautus. I didn't bring my book. Plautus. Plautus. It's funny forum today, folks. Funny farm? Funny forum. Oh, funny forum. We're funny. We went to the funny a forum. A funny thing happened and to the... it was this. I could not stop laughing. Yeah, it was a funny forum. 1962 is the debut year. Yeah. And it was funny. And boy, oh boy, does this show feel like that year. If if you want to get back in time, not to ancient Rome, <laughs> but to 1962 yeah. featuring ancient Rome. Yeah, featuring... <laughs> yes. If, if you want to go back in time to ancient Rome, but... Culturally, it's the 1960s. Yeah, it's like if ancient Rome was the 1960s. I don't know yeah. what's so hard to get about that. It's like it's like an episode of Star Trek. But all where they're like, what if outer space was the 60s? It's right. Like it's like if that was like their concept for everything. Back right. Then. Yeah. Um, because it's it hasn't changed. It really hasn't. I mean, has it? The show? No, the world. Oh, no, it's just the same just, as 1962. Yes. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, this is like the only difference. The only difference is that instead of having to walk seven times around um, the seven hills of Rome, he would have to like scroll through like seven articles. Oh. You, know, you know what I'm saying? That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, maybe um, Hero sees Philia like on a, on a, like, on a dating app. Oh, you gosh. Know what I mean? <laughs> Unlike, uh, like, yeah, this song is like about how we, uh, you know, whichever way that you need to swipe, he hopes, right? Yeah, and Hero is just a real life cuck, yeah, he's real. I mean, he's into cuck culture, he's into it, and he's he's conservative, right? I mean, he's getting in, he's like Nazi adjacent, he is though. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about okay, should we dive in? No, you should, you, you should, if you have a thought about Hero being a Nazi. Hero, yeah, this, I mean, they've known each other for how long? They're probably there. I well, we actually didn't see the beginning of the show. That's so right. I don't know, but that information what is not given away. Sets up well. I know that there's a comedy tonight, and that right. we did not get to. I wish we could have seen that happen because I feel like I would understand so much more. You think so? Yeah, if I could know what was ha- going to happen tonight, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because I when I, we got there, okay, so I guess we should say. Someone, a lady was screaming, and the characters were in the aisles. That's right. Um, we saw a production of a funny thing. That's I right. Should we before. say the name of the theater? I don't even know it. I do. Okay, should we say it? Yeah. All right. Well, is that Metropolis Performing Arts Center? Oh, fuck. Um, what? I mean, Alex, we're going to be real-time reviewers working for the New York Times I one know, day. I know, I know. You're going to have to mention the names of the theaters then. I know, I just get so shy. Unless... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't I do say. too and you know it is weird i because it i have worked there and stuff so yeah like, right um but they, i don't have not gonna like some of the things that listen i don't have anything bad to say about the people no no yeah except for you know yeah, well that's right should we maybe not say, i don't know should we not say i think that he knows exactly what he's done <laughs> <laughs> 
and we'll just let him. I also we'll just let other, him decide. I wonder who direct. I don't know. I don't um, actually know what I'm. Okay, whatever. I don't think it matters because everyone can have an opinion. Larry Gelbard, listen, people. I if you are offended by this and you work there, I'm sorry. Take it to the store. Take it to the store. The sympathy store. Yeah, where I don't have any items there. I have no. Uh, my stocks are empty. My stocks are empty. I have no Shelves. customer credit, and I do not have a card. I've just dis- I've disconnected myself from this store. Yeah, I quit a long time ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I now go to the um, cold hard objective truths store. Yeah, and they when you get in the door, they just punch you in the face. They do. <laughs> it's great. The cold, yeah, I, yeah. I, their fists are really cold. Too. Yeah, it's a, they. They've been. I see Soaking them when them. They, you can see them through the when you walk in through the sliding door, which the sympathy store. Yeah, uh, not sliding doors. So I mean, it's like these big wooden. Doors I don't know with brass handles. Why you would even want to go there? You could barely anyway, get in. That's a separate. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, but, we'll do an episode about that. Um, truth, objective truth, and beauty store. Okay. Um, slide beautiful sliding doors, and you can yeah. of course through them. You know this. You see, can see, you they've been freezing their hands, and you can you can see like they're starting to shiver. Yeah, because they wish someone could just come through the door so they could just yeah even relieve it. Your warm face would be like right. like a fire to them. Right. Yes. <laughs> and it has been hot, and I come in, yeah. and they hit me right in the face, and it yes. is a cold hard truth. Pam. Yes. Yeah. Good. Nice cue. Yeah. Um, that was not edited. No. That uh, was just... We took a stage fighting class. So that's we, right. We know a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just uh, what I need. And if you don't want to go to that store, then mm. um, you had better... Um, Google Maps it. Google Maps it. If you don't know how to get there... Yep. Uh, if you don't want to go, then I don't know what to then say to you. fuck you. Then fuck you. And, but with love... <laughs> With love. Um, you know, this is, you know, who knows who is responsible for anything in theater. That's what I we mean. Don't yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know, know how it broke down, who was responsible for anything. Yeah. I'm sure you're all super talented. I'm sure. But I saw it on stage, and I saw each one of you has a radiant fucking light in yes, you. I know. That is shining like a candle. And I know. No one can extinguish that. That being said, pow. Major problems. Yeah. Right off the bat. Why was the woman screaming at me? I found this, <laughs> I found this rude. All right, so Metropolis Performing Arts Center. Uh, my, uh, shout out, Kaylee, fabulous music director. There you go. Got us ticks. Thanks, Kaylee. Uh, we were, of course, late. Um, of course. Of course. Of Do you course. want to talk about why? Yes, because Perry oh. was, uh, was uh, shuffling around papers. Okay. Define the is, tickets. Okay. I have a very and specific system that I define to you. I came over late. Hours early. Right. Not but enough then you hours. You sent me back out. Okay, Alex, this is what I told you. I told you the specific amount of yes. hours that I would need to rifle through my system. Yeah. It's my system. It's a system I've always used. It's just you just spread out on your floor. It Yes. <laughs> it's all over your floor. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it always has like, been. It's it looks like chaos in there. It's just like okay. when I when I get in there, when I get into your room, I start to like 
sweat like beads of sweat come okay. down my face but that is the your definition of chaos to me because yeah. it always has been it is normalcy okay so i understand that i need a certain amount of hours to rifle through my sure. papers so and i, I need you, you to come over and help and what? i need that you i need a certain I amount of i don't understand if you want me there or gone i kept you would say stay don't go that's and right. Then I would, and then I would stay, and you would say, "Get out of here." Well, sometimes it's with the papers. If you are in a certain part, the the papers start to rise up, and okay. uh, start to crowd the room. So sometimes you have to leave very fast. Otherwise, it's a problem. So you you were thinking that maybe the room wouldn't fit both of us. Yes, with the papers. Listen, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> you know this, okay? So, so regardless, uh, how do you get the paper level to go back down? Uh, you have to leave the room. Okay. I don't know how else to describe well, this. I, I went. I left. So you're okay. welcome. But we were late because. Well, of you obviously just you've never understood this, Jesus. and I I truly I don't know. And it was bad timing. You didn't get there early enough. No, I and got there so, too early and then too late. Yes. So we left late and we got there early. I I don't even really understand what happened, but we. Missed the comedy tonight, which is probably the only reason anybody ever goes. So to I had the no show. idea what was happening. If it was supposed to be, we entered to screams. Yeah, that's not funny to me. Yeah, and they said they set up. Yeah, okay, well we should tell about what happened. The, uh, the usher said, the, oh, yeah. you know, over here is your seats. <laughs> go, yeah. go." She said, "Wait for a." No, she didn't say wait for a pause. She was just she like, said, "Go right I'll ahead. lead you in. Just go." Yeah. Now. Yeah, and she said, "You can sit there or you can sit down there." Yeah, which is where our real seats yeah. were. Yeah, and so our real seats were closer, and so I tried to get down. I Full blinders on, I must acknowledge, that I didn't even hear this scream. Oh, yeah, well, there was a show going on. Yeah, and I didn't I fully acknowledge that they were playing in the aisles. They were, yeah, they were, like, we were on stage, basically. I had time. total <laughs> blinders, like, I need to get down and, yeah. like, sit down. Yeah, because your, your legs are so tired. Yeah, and so it's at this point where I have gone up to two very confused-looking uh, people, audience members. Yeah, married. Married, obviously. <laughs> obviously let's, married. Let's just say that. Let's They're married. They are clearly married. Yeah, and they were seeing a matinee. A yeah. wink, wink. Duh. Yeah, so <laughs> what? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Um, and Put the uh, kids to bed. it's about this time when I see their shocked faces that I realize that they maybe think I'm a character <laughs> because there are also characters walking through the aisle. Yeah, there's like all kinds of stuff going on in the aisles. Yeah, and so several things are happening in my mind at once, and I start <laughs> to panic. And I say, "Can we please sit down? Can I please scoot past you?" And they do kind of like a like mock, like we're trying to maybe get up, and then they just sit back down, and they're just like. They don't even say no to me, but uh, there's just an understanding that like this is this not is happening. Never gonna happen. Despite they're the only people in the aisle there at the very yeah. end, and those this were the only people in the whole row. And so why I, don't we just go around the other side? Because you couldn't actually. It was oh very confusing, God. and so that's why I went around and I like circled back. Yeah, I no, looked I at like you, just... and then I looked at the elaborately dressed <laughs> character. I was like, yes, I just. Uh, walked past and exit they were doing lines they were like, doing Whoa. lines like not like coke like like drama theater lines like they were like sam and oh. i don't even know it was before the second song yeah so the comedy had just happened and there was probably like just the exposition yeah i when... think the character who is um senex's 
wife who's right. away. Yeah, she was, she was the one just who leaving. Screamed. Yeah, and I don't know if she always screamed. Yeah, I don't know. Or she screamed because, <laughs> because she just we arrived. In. She was. I felt like. <laughs> I, in my head, I was like, this reminds me of, like, the queen uh, from Alice in Wonderland. Oh. <laughs> you know, she gets mad. And everybody's like, what is she so mad about? <laughs> it's, like, a lot like that. We'll never really know. Yeah. And so I can't imagine what the people... So let's operate thinking that she screamed because of us. Sure, yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> what did all the people around think we were doing? To make this actress scream. <laughs> but I'm operating that she screamed in the scene anyway, I think, in real life. Because I <laughs> you, have to You don't think it was like a sick improv? That I she have was to, like uh, she did like a Patty Lupo and stop taking pictures kind of moment, and it was like she took the risk and it was like boss because the audience was on her side. Were they on her side? I don't know. I think they were mostly just confused. With Patty? Oh, with Patty, yeah, they they're were always on, on her side. Yeah, they were Patty. on her side. Yeah, they will like pay like they will pay like three hundred dollars to have like Patty Lufo phone like take Lufone. a shit, on, take a shit on your wow. iPhone. You just made an accidental singer. I made a little Freud. Yeah, Patty Lufone. <laughs> wow, that is she scathing. You should probably edit that out. Yeah, she will fucking sue me. We're gonna cut through our base with a comment like that. Yeah, because our base is Patty. She just yeah, I mean, Patty. Fans. Hey, Patty. Hi. I hope you enjoyed your nap. She listens to this one to wake up from her nap. Oh, to wake up from. Yeah. She always told me it was to fall asleep. I think too, it's both. I thought it was kind of a dig. Oh, oh it, well, one way or the it, other. It's like both sides of the coin. Like You know, sometimes... it's like one way we made the actress scream. The other yes. world, we, we she screams she anyway, asleep. but then people were also confused because we were also in the aisle. And, and now I'm starting to think maybe the married couple was actually characters. No, whoa! <laughs> that is possible that as could well. Increase our experience and because <laughs> we really need to start doing theater where, like, the whole audience is planted, except <laughs> for like one person, and they don't wow. know that they're the only person in attendance, but yes. they are. Everybody yes. cast is the audience. Yes. And then at the end, um, everybody gets up like it's a standing ovation, but then they bow, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> they all bow at him. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be a him it's always a dad yeah it's always like a dad it's yeah. always like yeah the family's in on it they all thought <laughs> they they all went to the show together uh but then this is he thinks his wife's li- been having an affair but she's actually been coming to rehearsals for this show that's right it's almost um, destroyed their marriage and so they all show up and then they leave and he's like okay i'm just gonna see this by myself curtain goes up he has no time yeah and so yeah this is genius yeah. We should maybe edit this out so no one takes this right. idea. Um, or we where were like we? Like a C, uh, C, C, like a C- copyright. Uh, TM. Yeah, TM. Oh, I almost didn't get it, but that is trademarked now, ladies and gentlemen, and they's and them. Did you see? Did you see it in time? Did you say it in time? Uh, yeah. It only has to be at least ten seconds after the oh. the. The, the 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 close parenthesis to your yeah, idea. Yeah, the slope. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, once well, you have good. encapsulated your idea and then said this is a good idea, you have 10 seconds to the say butt, TM. When the butt of the capsule is... Yeah. Bing! Binged. That's like... 10. Yeah, exactly. Nine, like it's like a eight, like a bomb. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Luckily, we got it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Another 
uh, crime solved. Um, yeah, so let's continue to unpack the first seconds we experienced of this show. Right, so, which... I mean, the characters are crazy in the aisles. They're like, I will have no time of day for you, Mr. Character. And then another guy's like... It's like wacky. It's a wacky style. Basically, show. farce is going on, and we're not helping. We're by... not helping. <laughs> we're making it worse. I think. Uh, so, for those who don't know, I think a farce is just like you get stressed out. Yeah, you know, stressed out comedy ensues. Comedy stressed ensues. out comedy because it's so funny. Yeah, I I also had the realization, uh, thanks to Alex, that farce can also be defined by um basically it's a seinfeld episode like oh yeah everything comes together all the different scenarios the calamity whirling about you the calamity the comedy tonight it's I like a tra- tragedy it's got a tragic dramatism to it a dramatism um and i wanted to say that also what it is is that it's a web of lies oh I can hear the spiders now. And the web of reality realities too. Oh, both of them. Yeah. But spiders can be on both webs. Very. <sighs> Sorry. Did your numbers come in? Um, uh no. <laughs> okay. I'm sure they're going to be good. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. But it's like when you spend all week thinking about your numbers and then yeah, I mean, it's like your whole life. And you're you probably don't... counting bumper cars when you fall asleep, like red car, blue uh... car. <laughs> There's a kid in the yellow car is unhappy. He's crying. I know. And, and the, the kid in the, the, the car that works for the Chicago Tribune yes. was sitting right in front of you. Are you serious? Yes. And he... Did he look pissed? It seemed like he liked the cars... But were, were other cars interacting who knows? with him? Yes. Did they dare? Um, our our um, bumper car director uh, huh? uh, was greeted by a very nice hu- uh, hug from the, the the child that works for the Chicago Tribune. Okay. That re- he, he seemingly, according Chris Jones Jr. to our bumper car director, directler, yeah, he loved the ride. Um, oh, so. Well, but who knows until we know. Do you think he would fucking stab you in the back like that? I don't know. It could have been a miscommunication wow. of, I mean, he could have thought. Sometimes you're out at the bar and you're just like, you say a certain thing and it's someone hears a certain thing. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, you like uh, the bumper car, but you don't like how other people bumped you. Sometimes oh. you just like to ride around in the car. Or sometimes you have an idea of a bumper car ride and then when you get there it's not what you think it should be okay but hopefully it was <laughs> or better that's all i want to say I'll i think continue. his review is gonna say something like that yeah it was or better what i thought thank you you're welcome but what would we say about our review to the metropolis theater of our okay that we saw so i thought hilarious it was hilarious. No, it was stupid. Fucking dumb. It Okay, here's I'm going to boil down my problems, right? Ready? Boil your problems right in front of the screen. <coughs> One thing um I've been <coughs> I listened to another podcast. Uh just going to give free advertisement to another podcast. Okay. Uh but they don't do what we do. 
So right. whatever. I'm not threatened, Alex. It's yeah. called Three on the Isle, and they're okay, uh, very serious theater critics. I'm yeah. a little bit. I mean, they're very... Are you worried they're going to come to your bumper cars? I'm scared. Yeah. Yes. I don't want... It could be good for you, though. Well, if they hear... Yeah, if they hear that we're talking trash, and then there's also this thing that's very passionate of, to me, the bumper cars. Yeah. And they and this is operating outside the metaphor now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you keep talking about the metaphor, and I don't know what you mean when you this say that. This is just for me. Okay. Anyway, um, they... Uh, they do this thing every week where they like very quickly talk about something they either liked or hated that they saw and they can like very quickly like i mean they're like critic reviews often don't boil down to this but it's cool yeah. to hear it on a podcast very quickly they can be like this this and this i didn't like i like that yeah and so here's my this for that Please. i didn't like the staging you didn't like the stage and i didn't like the set neither did i yeah I did not care for the set yeah um i thought the direction was probably good because I love the performances. Yeah. But um, the the staging, like the it it it's almost like they're together in a way. Yeah. Because a song like um, what is it called? The one we walked in on, or the love first song, I hear. Love I hear. Um, it's just hero on stage. Yeah. And the stage was very stark. It was nicely kind of like designed buildings. They operated well for what they were. They entered and exited. You could go up them and down them in the multiple levels yeah uh but the the like there was no depth to the set right yeah. like they never really brought out much stuff and so there was just a bunch of like space in the front yeah and so it was very stark and for a song that's just like that is like almost making fun of how stark it is yeah um it was weird i'm showing perry the original cast yeah it's like, do you think that's better than what we saw? I can't really tell what in context what it is. I know, you can't get the whole, but look at, you can kind of see like where the stage ends, right? Like there was, yeah, so, yeah. There was so much more space that they had. Yeah, they had too that. much space. They should have moved, <laughs> scooted it up. I think so. I, I think know. so. Um, um, because, you know. It was just like this, it was huge. It felt like. I don't know. It had too much depth. Yeah, and, and I couldn't stop thinking about. I don't know, and it, you know, but again, like some of this is just like the inherent problems with the show. Anyway, it's like, it's calling it attention to itself that there is a show going on, but then there are just like these boring show numbers anyway. Sometimes, yeah. And so. No, and that's sometimes take in this chapter because I just read reread the like little introduction. And his take is pretty much just that, like, yeah, he, like, watered it down. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, he he's, very, he's pretty self-admitting to the fact that the lyrics are, um, they mistake being clever for being funny. Right, that's what I remember, clever, yeah. clever, not funny. Mm -hmm. uh, which is really true. Yeah. And, yeah, these, like, dense wordplay things don't ever get like laughs the funniest parts are like the shtick yeah which i feel like yeah that is the funny stuff yeah but it's still that's what happened on the way to the forum there is some shtick <laughs> some shtick um but then the stuff in between but you can't build a whole stop song off shtick they try yeah they tr he tried that's like most of the songs and then he tried to like also make clever wordplay that just really sounds like 
especially with 2019 years it just sounds like so old yeah there's some there's Um, some like really rough ones i know some rhymes that just like they really squeeze them in yeah i mean i know that's how that's like what people used to appreciate i know that from like really i've been reading the book a lot more and like reading all the follies chapter especially he really delves into like a bunch of different um songwriters you know the classics cole porter yeah irving berlin um um the ones that really like you know where you the enjoyment comes of like oh look what he can do with the words it's a triple rhyme and then there's an yeah it made, Port- it made cole porter gasp because he wasn't expecting a triple rhyme <laughs> um i yeah i want to read a couple like looking there's some rhymes here um that I'll look up the lyrics are yeah look up the lyrics for everybody ought to have a maid okay because that's got a couple of them because he really he really pushes it you know because they come back on and do it a day do it one more time yeah oh that's so many more times yeah and so they have they get um they get really wild um should we should we read all the lyrics i mean I no think... especially towards the end i remember um um so for for me like the first thing that gets me is the um all the the lyrics that always lead up to the house yeah um are always they seem like he's like really stretching oh yeah hey, you know? oh oh yeah, yeah the ones at the end okay these are the ones that really got me that i uh, i was listening to it on the way over and really like was cringing um wriggling in the ante room yes <laughs> jiggling in the dining room giggling in the living room wiggling in the other rooms which is like that is such why a, is she wiggling that, in the room that is such a sondheim mistake like i don't know did he how much did he call out like this song in- he's his only comments are although this is nothing but a list song it is rooted in plot and in differences between the attitudes of the four, four leading characters so it doesn't no it doesn't seem to merely mark time the way that pretty little picture does. they all have the same opinion yeah it's they want to fuck a maid that but i i think he's trying to say that there's other distinguishments like maybe one of them is like i like her because of the because she's jiggling and then what? the other one says i like the way she putters that's absurd first of all they all sing the verses except for senex senex sings the long verse at the beginning and then they all come in individually and join him and then the only time that they individually sing things is is those approaching the house things it's like oh pattering through the attic yeah or or it's like oh wouldn't she be delightful hysterium goes living in like it's just like little it's all the same voice like that's 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 so ridiculous that he said that too because it's also like it's the joke is that it's the same thing like they're coming out and yeah, saying the right? fucking same thing so what the fuck are you talking about sonheim i guess so i i here's this is like one of my i think the one of the, one of the most reprehensible lyrics rhymes i've ever heard and they all sing it <laughs> um everybody ought to have a maid tidily collecting bits of paper and strings oh yeah that fun fucking oh yes this one too appealing in her apron strings yeah that beguiling in her blouse they fake it on the recording they go apron yeah to make it um 
paper in paper and strings paper and strings he rhymed paper paper in with apron no wrong it's oh it, it, i don't know maybe it's it's like the guiling the in the 1962 blouse? ear okay also <sighs> what the fuck does it mean to be tidily collecting bits of paper and strings <laughs> i don't know you know like they're not doing it, real things that's the other thing we were talking about this in the car uh on the way home from the bumper cars yeah uh, <laughs> uh where um like they they're all like every one of the individual lyrics that they sing together or separately but pretty much all of them like they're all sexual innuendo but like not really yeah like it's they're it's not just very confusing clattering in the kitchen wait so you say clattering yeah pseudolus says in one of them they go okay hysterian pattering in the attic cenix chattering in the cellar pseudolus clattering in the clattering. kitchen Senex flattering in the, the bedroom. bedroom. So there's always a little bit of a, you know. <laughs> no, it's just He's like, like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck my maid. They're all, which is badass, dude. So the di- <laughs> the differences that Sondheim sees are just like in the rooms that they like to have yeah. sex. Oh yeah, well, obviously, I mean. Or the function that's that like they- their social cast. It's a critique of class. You know, Senex is the master of the house, so he gets to fuck the maid in his master bedroom. But, um, but Pseudolus has to have, have sex with the maid in the kitchen. He's a slave. <laughs> but then, also later, he likes giggling in the living room. Who doesn't? And then Hysterium likes jiggling. Yeah. But before, he liked pattering. Well, can't she patter and jiggle? maybe the pattering is causing some of the jiggling i guess so but oh god she's just like this mass of like bouncing and chattering and crashing around and they're all like i love this maid i okay this is like i i can only i have to see this musical again this i talked to you about this on the way home from bumper cars but i kind of have to see this musical as like sondheim the writer is making fun of like the stuff that he's like i don't know trying feels that he has to do for this show yeah but it's not that because i think he actually thought that he was trying well i know he he says that he didn't enjoy it yeah he says that he was stressed out about it and he was like bert do i really gotta do this yeah are you kidding me and bert was like please it was not he wrote some great melodies and some of the songs are funny this song is fucking terrible, and I don't know why. And it's like, such a badass, like, musically song. Oh, this song? That everybody ought to have it made. Yeah, yeah. I love the music. The yeah. Doop, doop, doop. It's yeah. got a great vamp. Doom, doom. Yeah. Dum, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess it's catchy, so maybe that's why it comes back so many I'm times. Made. But I, to me, like, the, the point of this song, if you're not, like, going to do some clever sexual innuendo wordplay which we know sondheim can do yeah um the whole joke is that they come out and do it again because that's what was getting laughs at our show yeah, they right? love that they, they love, love that the they repetition. came out but they didn't like the fu- any of the fucking adjectives that <laughs> no, <laughs> like they, the... no, jiggling got no yeah. laughs so that's what i'm saying the shtick is the funny shit can you imagine if people were just rolling in the aisles because <laughs> they were hearing about the these men and their expectations of the maid 
Oh my god. I, I maybe they were in 1962, but I don't think so. That's what he also says at the end, doesn't he? He's like, he's like, it wasn't very funny, and he said like he didn't really get mentioned in any of the reviews or anything. Like the show itself got good reviews, yeah, as like being a funny show, funny book, but he wasn't really like he should have just sat it out. Yeah, sat it out. Yeah, just sat it out, bud. Well, I don't know. You live and you learn, Sond. Um. Anyway, what are some other songs? Okay, so what is a song that I like? I like Lovely. Yeah. Nice melody, funny song. Funny song. Um, Yeah. They, those two have good songs together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? what? I was going to tell this story because it relates to the show a little bit. Right. Um, I was actually on my way over here. I fell in love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? So I was walking down the street and okay. I, was, I was just gazing up at buildings you know like looking at different buildings on my left and my right yeah making sure i know where i am Uh and up on the top floor of one of these buildings there was a a window and in the window was a a beautiful uh uh, woman oh and she was she was like combing her hair brushing it you know yeah and so I i thought that was just great yeah and so i said i'm gonna marry that woman oh yeah 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 did you find out her name i'm gonna find out okay i'll yeah i'm gonna start asking people is there someone yeah is there someone you could ask to like mediate that conversation or even like ask ask her out for you like a wingman like a wingman or like a a a butler i'll ask my butler yeah yeah Mm-hmm. but that was that reminded me of this show because that same thing happens in the show and it was like a prediction right. of my real life oh wow and you see the same thing in sweeney todd too right this this for some reason there's oh, women are always at just at the window <laughs> yes and men are always looking up at buildings right and this is how it's always been i know and we always <laughs> don't uh, guys <laughs> guys don't we always guys. superimpose our own thoughts Fellas. on onto them that's uh, true. I, you know, I mean, that's what all guys do. That's what we do, and that's just how it is, and that's normal. And that's normal, and that's how my parents met. Yeah, they went through a window. That's right. Yeah, and if you're a real man, you'll climb. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> and you'll still believe the things you thought about them, even when you had not climbed that window. That'll still be true for you. Right. That's right. Because you will always need to see them. To see them in, in the window. In the window. That's my dad, right. and my, that's healthy. My dad won't even look at my mom in the morning, unless she's in her window. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because that's just how he knows mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She. That's how she always looks. Well, my parents, how they did it is they, you know, this technically the same bed. Okay. And you can get around the window, but there is a window separating them right. so that they'd never go to bed. I agree. Because dad always... You, can you could remember the first moment you met? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And and dad dad always gets to see mom through a window. Yeah. And mom gets a little shut-eye, a little peace and quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and dad stays up all night. Yeah. Just, yeah. Look- just looking. Just looking at her, t- looks out the real window at the roller coasters. That's yeah, that's your dad. Oh, I miss my, my dad. My dad looks out at the meat 
Because we live by a pile of flesh. Right. It's convenient. He Mm -hmm. grabs the meat on his way and brings it to work. What other songs are there? I mean, Um, there's like... Okay. Just like a bunch of songs about like... I... Another song that... um... Apparently winsome is an adjective. Yeah, that's in... uh... Yeah, lovely. That's also in The Maid, by the way. Winsome as a whippoorwill. Yeah. Which is two words I don't know. What about uh, winsome as a a what? A whippoorwill. One a word. Whippoorwill. Whippoorwill. Oh, that's... One word. I don't know what the fuck that is. Let me look that up. Whippoorwill. That sounds like some it's, old... Yeah, it's... To sounds r- like a tree. It's rhymed with um, slipperwill. Oh, it's a bird. When fits... Oh, Winsome is a Whippoorwill. Eastern Whippoorwill. So are they Winsome? Uh, what is Winsome? I do not know. I assume it to mean like Winsome is like you're like Win-ish. Like you're like, it's like you won if you know me, if I'm Winsome. Yeah. Attractive or appealing in appearance or character. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was Winsome as fuck. And then it also, it says on dictionary, uh, an, an adjective you use if you want to sound like you're in the 1960s. Whoa. Shout out. Huh? What was that? Winsome. Is that your voice? Is that your voice doing that? Yeah, I've been taking uh, ventriloquist. Dialect. (laughs) Dialect ventriloquist classes. You can't see this, listeners, but. Winsome. Yeah. Winsome. Not moving my mouth. You're not moving your mouth at all. Um, so I'm getting pretty good at it. Crazy, and it sounds like it's coming from behind me. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. Are you you're throwing it? Um, I can uh, actually project um, my voice. That's another class I'm taking. Yeah, you're throwing it. Um, well, it's it's kind of like um, have you heard of a anti chamber room where like the all the sound is like yeah compressed jiggling in the anti room. J- uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I can kind of like jiggle the waves over behind your head, like okay. if you kind of yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, freaking just, me. Can you yeah. say any other words? Yeah. Um. Right now, it's just that one. Wow. <laughs> that's great. That's crazy. Yeah. Even that you can say that one word is blowing my mind right now. Well, I mean, I can. It's just that one. But imagine what I could do. Yeah. In a room. Uh, you know, in a right. creative in a creative room or like in auditions or something. Yeah. If you uh, really I could, on your ball game. I could influence influence the room with no one knowing who said you know yeah like said so it. the director thinks that the director thinks like like the director's like he's not looking at his assistant but he's like he's like what did you think of um that perry's performance Winsome. and he thinks that the assistant director said that that's right yeah and they're like perry we think you are winsome which is a perfect quality for someone in our cast that's right yeah and then you get inducted that's inducted <laughs> yeah and then i'm in there forever yeah forever yeah it's like supreme court you gotta die Mm -hmm. or retire (laughs) they're not stepping down yeah no so anyway i've been working on that uh hopefully it sounds great yeah thank you you're gonna get a part one of these days um that song that dirty old man is that in the show should we talk about this production a little more that that is in the show great job everybody it was good. I liked Pseudolus was great. I liked yeah. everyone. The music was great. The performances were funny. Yeah. 
Um, I loved when the hunk came on. That was yeah, hilarious. I this is one thing I love about a Sondheim show is he in the music too. He does a great job of painting a big dumb man. Yeah, there's always which a is captain. Just so funny to me. Always or a dragoon. Be. Yeah. Um, boom, 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 boom. boom. I ride, I ride. <laughs> Um, that song is so hilarious and has that, like, again, the shtick bits, the, the left, right. That, yeah, that's right. so good. It's funny even to this day to me. Yeah, no and kidding. And they did a great job, um, the ensemble with that. That was one thing. I felt like there should have been, I would have appreciated this more if they were, like, a bigger cast. Yeah. Like, even bigger. They're, like. It was pretty big. For what scenes, though? I don't know, just to like fill out the space. You're saying like there would be like, like it's like the the forum and it's like public and there's like street people just walking know. down the street. Maybe I wanted like the movie where it's like it puts you there. There's or different something. scenes. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. There's like a a woman with like a goat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just fills out the you know the backgrounds of your. Yeah. You're not. But you have to have a big budget to get animals, as you know. So. Right. In the movie, they could do the goats and the cows. And yeah the sheep but i mean i i know stage. the struggles of dealing with animal trainers that is for sure yeah um that song okay yeah it no um <laughs> it was good great job guys i mean maybe just get a few more cast members fill it out move up the set no, i, I don't say know it, yeah the set Do you was... think they would move up the set at this point no that's a bummer. Um, Some lighting guy is like, I just programmed all these cues. Well, yeah. That's probably what it would be. Yeah. Lights. Um, it would be a light problem. But um, here's the thing. Okay. I watched a few of the bootlegs of the Nathan Lane version. Oh, I see. I see. And... Um, they do this shtick in comedy tonight that kind of defines like how I feel this show like for me to like it has to work and it's in comedy tonight and what they do is it's not even that funny but I like how massive like of a scale of a joke it is yeah um so the whole fucking song is comedy tonight it's not a drama it's not yeah. tragedy I, can't, I was trying it's to think not earlier, sad it's a comedy i was like trying to remember what the lyrics are and i just like <laughs> can't it's just like well it's it's such a specific criteria it's a bunch of stuff about what comedies are and saying it's not tragedies and then it's just like a list of like roman stuff like togas and um togas um yeah Something with God, something with fate. Weighty affairs will just have to wait. Pantaloons and tunics, courtesans and eunuchs, funerals and chases. I just gotta say... Panderers, flanders, yeah. And I really, like, I want to go on record here. I don't think ancient Rome shit is cool. <laughs> I mean, I think if you if you know about it, that's... You can know about it, but you have to know that it's lame. Like, I would learn about it with the knowledge that, like, these guys are fucking dorks. Yeah. But I feel like there's... I feel like Bert Shevelov was, like... I feel like these guys are, like, oh, we all know, like, the greats. Right. They Plato. love... They love ancient Rome. That's yeah. Greek. They right? love Aristotle. Greek. Oh. Right? 
I don't know, but it's yeah, all the same Rome shit. Rome is like lamer. Rome is like reboot Greek. Real, Rome is reboot Greek, and they it fucking is. they suck. Yeah. Um. Well, it's like yeah. I I I don't get the hype. It's I mean it. Yeah. I just don't like old stuff, though. I'm sorry. We don't even know who was emperor at the time. That wh- I who's know. Who's supposed to be emperor? Uh, Constantine? I don't know. You don't know anything about My him. memory only goes back to 1910 when Stephen Sondheim was born. Is that literally when he was born? I don't know. 1900-something. <laughs> um. Well, obviously. No way. He's not 100 years old. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. He's- 1920 something probably he Wait, was born uh, in 1939 no, yeah he's 89 yeah 2019 80 minus 9, 8, 89 minus 19 so 80 minus 10 is 70 oh uh, yeah and then the year 2000 minus 70 is 30 uh, he was born uh, in 1930 i think okay wow right on the dot of the depression yeah, he caused the depression. <laughs> yes. Sondheim stock market crashed. Stock crash. <laughs> yep, he was, was the maybe New Year on 1930 was. <laughs> Stephen Sondheim <laughs> crashes the stock market. Future future came musical down, right came down on top. You could uh, stop the New York Stock Exchange. Um, what are you saying? Oh yeah, okay. So this big joke, right? Do you want to maybe watch it or? Oh well, yeah. I don't have Wi-Fi. Oh, never mind then. So basically, what it is is uh, Nathan Lane. He's doing the whole thing. He's saying comedy tonight, comedy tonight. It's comedy tonight. And then they you remember the line: the, "Open up the curtain." Yeah, I uh, guess so. Comedy tonight. Um, I think that's in here. Yeah, open up the curtain. It's exactly that. Nothing that's formal. Nothing that's normal. No recitations to recite. Open up the curtain. Open up the curtain. Comedy tonight. So they open up the curtain, and what's going on under there is like the orchestra starts playing this big dramatic music, like da, 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 and then there's like they're like screaming on stage, and there's like this dude with like a big sword or something, what? and it's like and there's like a storm going on. Oh my god! And uh, the lights are all intense, and there's fog and everything, and then Nathan Lane looks at it, and the curtain closes, and then the vamp comes back in. And he just pauses for a second, and then he goes, "Guys, comedy tonight, not tragedy." And then the audience fucking dies. They lose their mind. They lose their mind. That's what I'm saying. It's not funny, but it's, it's like not funny they had to all. plan that whole thing. Like they I, had a whole set. And if you look, if you look at it, it, it like look, it's a massive like transition kind of, which is cool. Um, but that's what I'm saying. So it's you like, want more of that? The shtick is more what is naturally funny to me about this show now. Yeah. The shtick in the, like, acknowledging that we're watching a, mo- a movie, <laughs> a show. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can lean into that stuff, if they could do that more and enough with the wordplay shit. Enough with the wordplay, um, Steve. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. And, and the and, chase scene was weird. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like that as a thing i mean it felt like benny hill yeah but with it there's no music and it it was just like i was confused because it it's they should have at least put a little i don't know well in the beginning of this chapter he says that um they clustered all the songs in the beginning 
because that's when when it's more light and then by the time it's time for true farce hour there's a show ends with 20 minutes of no music and it's just a big chase yeah but for me i'm just like you know it's already been confusing i know we can't i can't describe what happened no so it's to see everybody running around just make and it'd be pointless too also because there's so many like little points like point sub point one b of pseudoless's story has yeah. to happen for this to happen to this person it's some true nerd shit it's yeah. like some fucking like dungeons and dragons <laughs> shit yeah it kind of is it doesn't have the fluency of like a seinfeld episode yeah exactly um where just things like you're kind of like it's like there's like a universe here yeah you're like almost shocked like the shock of the farce to me is more farcical like the the fact that everything has come together yeah you're like oh shit that to me this was not like this didn't feel like a larry david type situation like where it's just like oh no yeah It, it felt more like like, I feel like the farce is, like, this ridiculous thing that you're, like, led to believe this came to happen naturally. Yeah. It's, like, just believable enough. Yeah. Would you say that's right? Because it's, like, kind of like reality, and that's what, like, the discomfort lies in. Yeah, but then it's so much not, because they've just been running around each... Well, yeah, it. well, that aspect of it. Yeah. And they're also, like, doing two... It's, like, oversaturation of bits, because, yeah. first of all, like, everybody from, like, Shakespeare onward is just, like freaking the fuck out pissing their pants laughing with the idea of like someone looking like someone else yeah, yeah. like I, mistaken I, identity it's like I, you kidding me like they shouldn't is... be allowed to use that it's too funny <laughs> and they're gonna the, what if what if you get both of them next to each other what do you even do you know <laughs> i'm i want to clarify i am laughing at <laughs> that concept yeah and just how that is so not funny it's anymore. not funny like that... also like i can't remember why the i know that one guy was pretending to be dead but then um, i don't remember why the wife dressed up the wife dressed up uh to also just confuse senex because she was like oh senex is flirting with this younger so she did, so she saw the costume and so she made one of her I think own so yeah she was like i have those materials hey look uh our costume designer also made this costume. Yeah. It would be a better joke, maybe. I guess. Well. Doesn't really make sense, <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. Um, um, it just, oh, I don't, the stakes, I don't care. I don't care by the end. Yeah, it's the like, stakes. Who cares? Well, just we all really. Wrap it up. <laughs> it, it's also like this really weirdly, um, like you don't care about the stakes because you're promised a happy ending from the beginning. Right. And um, everybody gets exactly what they want in a way that, like, defies reality. Like, it should be that there is no way everybody can get what they want. But all of his lies made it to the top. It's like the... It's like if an episode of, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm ended with, like, Larry David just, like, getting, like, showered with love. Yeah. And getting everything that he ever wanted. Yeah. And the, the... Whereas the whole point is that, like, no, you're... You're... You've canoodling built, you've built your own prison yeah you've built you've constructed a, a a farce for yourself yeah essentially which is something people do and that's <laughs> that's why that's why it's effective rings with the human but i'm not like i've never found myself like pseudolus going around the postmodern guy has just a quick, quick take on it yeah and he talks about how pseudolus is creating 
different realities like every time he speaks to a person oh they believe what he says yeah so that reality exists so he's creating all these different universes that have like discrete differences that like have to line up right yeah but he never looks back and he always is just like he's always willing to edit the reality to suit the needs of the... yeah i guess postmodern guy is confusing because like i don't know what he's trying to say yeah like that. is it good is it good <laughs> like, i don't know like come on that's just how us yeah. millennials live yeah is it good We're yeah awesome. i don't know who i am when i look it up what yeah come on um like uh i don't know i <laughs> but that i kind of feel yeah you know? i mean um it's it's like if you, when he does give opinions it's weird yeah well i feel like it, you have to stretch for this show because there's not just like yeah he, inherent he gets juice. like a he, uh of course always referencing the audiobook because that's how i that's how i read yeah but um he gets about eight minutes out of it yeah as opposed to like 20 minutes out of the you know the shows before and after mm-hmm. but there's a great scene where all the the girls come out and dance Oh. <laughs> and we just love that scene. That was interesting. Um, it's this... the House of Lycus. Yeah, that's it's the a, name of the song, right? No, it's there's not a song on the soundtrack for that. Oh, no, but there is there is like a song, though. The uh, House of Marcus Lycus. Oh, uh, really? Well, there's the song because that's what they're dancing to. Oh, really? And is Hero is like a boy, right? Is Hero not a boy? I think he's supposed to be younger. I mean, he's a virgin. He's a boyish. He's got boyish. Yeah. Pseudolus is like, well, I'm going to take this boy to see the girls. And then the girls come out. And I can't even remember what about it made me so uncomfortable. But I was just like, this is really weird. Well, yeah, it's the whole thing of like, this one is this way. Yeah. 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 They're like, like, this one is from the east. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had like a POC actor yeah playing and it. then like they did like a like a little dance yeah that was like supposed to indicate them being they were like covered in um that's right she had like a, a dress made of coins or her outfit was made of coins and i couldn't yeah, something i i couldn't couldn't even hear the music because the coins were so loud clattering yeah i i don't know what to say about that section it, it was bizarre i really liked the music that was what was so yeah. disconnected is like I was like, oh, Sondheim is being real jazzy. Yeah, he is. And I wish, I wonder if that's on a later soundtrack or something. Yeah. But, um, or a later revival recording. Yeah, it was was just like only weird shit. It was like, this one's from the East. This one is Twins. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can't, it was only weird shit. This one is like, um, is like a Dom, which I guess is like the only like legit one. But the rest of it is just like, I don't know. What, What else did they say? Um... I, I remember the twins in the east. Yeah. And what was the other one? The Dom and there was one other one, right? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But it's like... But you know what? I'll, uh, I'm, I'll, I'm going to... I'll go out... Uh, uh, I'm just going to give a quick uh, call, call out. Uh, uh, the BDSMware anachronistic. Yeah. They didn't have that kind of leather back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the, uh, I think I told you this. The uh, armor was not realistic. Are you serious right yeah. now? Yeah. Uh, so 
that's also true. Well, you've never been to ancient Rome. Oh, uh, well, I was in Latin class. Oh. Uh, yeah. And they played you a movie? Oh, I just mean that it... Oh, so you saw the footage from ancient Rome I that did, they have? I did, I did, I did, uh, not. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think that's the truth. But I think it's finally coming out now. I have studied, um... Oh? Armor. Oh. And, uh, armor styles. Right. I don't know. It was just like the great armor reform of BC. Yeah, it wasn't 32. It wasn't true to that. I yeah. mean, when Ignatius yes. brought the bronze working to the Greeks, they spat on it. They spat on it and they realized the sheen that yes. could be possible. Who could blind your opponent? It's right. It's, it's right. right there and their armor the was just not shiny enough. It was like a, a dull matte, like a matte finish. Like some people think is like cool on like a car. Or yeah. A, and I sometimes like it too, but not on armor. Yeah, no. I mean, not. it wasn't the aesthetic of that time. Yeah. Got to put a little shine on there. Yeah, they loved the shine. A little ding. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, that's. And thanks for that. A little ding. A ding. Yeah, we got we got sound cues rigged up. Ba-ding! Oh, that one sounded pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure they hear that. By the way, make uh, sure ba-ding! that gets on the mic. Yeah. Ba-ding! Um, if we didn't we didn't really sound check that before. Um, where are you? Yeah, the song free is frustrating to me. No rhyme intended, because it's if you follow the logic of this song. It's, you were talking a little bit about, this is Sondheim a little bit trying to push the boundaries of this very basic musical style. Yeah. And uh, he seems to be trying to do that a little in this song. He's trying to push a realistic uh, character point on like a two-dimensional character. Yeah, for Pseudolus? For Pseudolus, yeah, because he starts off being like, this is great. I want to be free, so it would be so cool to be free. But then... And the guy is like, no way, dude. No, he's like, yeah. If that's you get me the girl. Yeah, but he doesn't even say that. He's like, he. that's all Hero does in the song. He just says free and is like supporting Pseudolus, which is another thing that's weird about the character of Hero to me, which like motivationally i mean i know it's a fictional person but like isn't he kind of like i can't do that unless you give give me a big favor yeah that's that's what i said at the start of this song he's like um get me that girl and he's like oh what do you'll do if i do i would set you free well okay why can't hero go to marcus like as himself i don't know why are the stakes so high that he's like i'll give you your freedom yeah i don't know and so we go through the song, and Sondheim, I think, to be more realistic, tries to put, like, another dimension to this song. Yeah. Because he's thinking, like, okay, Oscar told me. Yeah, it's like a short story. song's got to have a short story. you gotta, you got to come back on the other side of the song, and you have to have gone somewhere. Right. Something has to have happened. So he puts in this verse that after all the stuff about being free and that's cool then pseudolist is suddenly like not so fast i didn't think the way i am i have a roof three meals a day and i don't have to pay a thing 
I'm just a slave and everything's free. You remember that this verse? Yeah, he has some second thoughts. He has second thoughts. Maybe Why? being a slave is cool all yeah, of a maybe. sudden. It's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, why? Yeah, why? Even uh, like not even motivation to the character. It's like why do this? The song is called "Free." Yeah. Why not just make it about being hype about being free? Because he's gonna do so much all for that. Yeah, and then. But he thinks about it for for a a second. second. And then what does he say instead? And then he just goes back. There's not really a clear. Yeah. It this doesn't track. Yeah. That being said, there are some funny again shtick jokes yeah to me that are not wordplay jokes because or not like the rhyming bad jokes they it's more wordplay i like the part where it's like after he says maybe being a slave is better uh hero goes free and then he's like oh yeah that word that reminds which is the whole part of the song he just keeps saying free likes he loves that, that word. He loves the word. He loves that word, and he says, "Say it the long way, please." Yeah, he likes. Hero's <laughs> trying to say F R double E. Yeah, which is way that's shorter how, than F R E. Yeah, that's how I always spell words. F R double E. Yeah, F R double E. Yeah, because I want to say it fast. Yeah. F R double E. Um. But he says, "Say it the long way." F R E E. Yeah. Pretty funny stuff. <laughs> and so he says, "Can you see me?" As a poet writing poetry, all my verse will be. And then Hero goes, free. That's funny. That's kind of funny. That's funny. Um, and Sondheim is like a poetry guy. So, you know. <laughs> is he? <laughs> kind of. So, yeah. He likes haikus. I just got to the Pacific Overtures chapter. Oh, he likes haikus. Yeah. Which is kind of making me cringe a little bit. Yeah. The Pacific Overtures chapter. Yeah, um, I, I don't think he knows what all the words he uses means anymore. Oh, you mean what do you mean the Japanese words? Or no, like he he calls something orient orientalism to mean he means it in a good way. Right, that is like, but it but it means the opposite of what he was, thinks it means. So yeah. he, he's the subject of a little dramatic irony there. Um. Yeah, I think there is also some differing thoughts of like whether or not because older generations did just think that was what that was called yeah just not to say that's not bad to many people nowadays but yeah um i don't know anyway well, there's sondheim, sondheim of all knows how language of evades us no i i am more i mean we'll get to it I, it's more of just being like i don't know <laughs> he's just keeps going on about they're so simple and pure <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was trying to convey in the language they were so simple and pure before we tainted them with our wow maybe he's which like, is like uh, yeah if you if you want to say that it's just weird as you the writer of a right uh, it sounds <laughs> like a, like kind of fetishizing japan yeah a little bit but it is true that um, that we shouldn't have gone. That's true. Perry. That's that's a whole Admiral Perry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you forever will be. It's a stain on my family yeah. name. Yep, stain on the name. <sighs> okay. Yeah, fight it back. I'm gonna um, 
Shake that off. Okay. Yeah. Um, he'll buy the house of Lycus. Women will be falling down. Falling down. Then Hero says free. And he says no. What? I'll have to buy women. Oh. So. That's, that's super funny. I mean. I'll buy the house of Lycus. There is nothing funnier than um than a brothel. Yeah. You know, it's like also, that is funny. I think it's also kind of I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and thinking that it's also kind of a self deprecating joke. Yeah. Like a pseudolist being like, No, no one will sleep with me. That's true. Um yeah, that is my problem with that song. Let's keep going. No, I have more problems. Let's hear the problems. Um, yeah, that dirty old man. I don't like... He did this... Okay, this this and um, really the ending of uh, Love I Hear. And kind of the beginning, too. I don't like the whole like songwriter verse thing. I don't like the opening verse. Oh, yeah. Like the whole, this is a different melody... I'm yeah. singing a different That's melody. That's so irritating. A different melody, and then here's the chorus. They it's thought they the were cool like part. They thought that you wouldn't even notice that well, they that's, were doing that. That's what he talks about. Is that that that's where uh, musical theater writers like got to experiment? Is because you could do anything in a verse, but then the thing that people would want to listen to on the recording is the chorus. Is the, chorus. Yeah, the hook. The hook. So, um, I mean, I I like it. I think especially like it's cool to hear. Um, singers sometimes like with jazz standards and stuff where they just jump in on the part that everyone knows but a lot of those like old show tunes have um oh yeah like, verses and stuff i mean like pr- like practically like any song any like cole porter song it's like yeah you never know what you're gonna what kind of verses you're gonna get yeah because there's so many um like, leave in as many or however little as you please is what he said <laughs> Leave in as uh, what? <laughs> Leave in as many or however little as you please is what he said. Wow. He That's said that confusing. to Ethel Merman. Oh. Oh. On opening night. Oh, of the verses. Of the verses. He the said ones that. Leave them out if you want. Keep them in if you like. Oh dang. But then later he got very sick. No, I like this song. Not that dirty old man. He was a good man. Wait, they uh, the wrong lyrics for this one. Oh my god! They switched that. that that's that'll show. They him. switched them. Yeah. Ugh, they don't have the lyrics for that dirty old man. Oh my god! What's that song? Can about? I see the book? Yeah. That's the song that Senex's wife sings. She's like, gosh, darn that it. dirty old man. Oh, wow. So what was she doing? We missed her. She was going to the. She screamed. I was gonna look in here, but I remembered remembered that in finishing the hat, Sondheim refuses to like acknowledge the the plot at all. He's yeah. like, he jumps, "Oh, farce stuff happens." He jumps and, around. Uh, Hilarity ensues. And Hero is suddenly on stage. Yeah. Um. Well, he knows his cues. He knows his yeah. He knows <laughs> where he had to put. Him. <laughs> um. Which um, moments he needed to save her? Yeah. It 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 kind of encapsulates. Uh, his feeling of detachment to the show. Yeah. God, there's so many songs. I know a lot of extra ones too. Yeah, 
for over 30 years I've cried myself to sleep, assailed by doubts and fears so great the gods themselves would weep. The moment I am gone. Oh, and then it jumps into the juicy part. I want him. I need oh. him. Where is he? That dirty old man is somewhere. Cavorting with someone young and fair. Oh, yeah, there's some brutal, uh, like... You know where they like squeeze, where he tries to like squeeze in like the rhyme at the very end. Yeah, like he's had a very specific rhyme. Let's just like listen to it, and uh, um, I want to find the part that I cringe at. Where is it? Okay, in the song. Yeah. Oh my God, he's still what? <sighs> Wherever he is, I know he's still an angel. But no, the rhyme is um, villain. You vermin, you worm, you villain. Come face, embrace your bride wherever he is. I know he's stillin. I hate that. Villain stillin. Yeah, stillin. Ben Stiller. There's, Owen Wilson. He has no mention of that in his. No, he never mentions the worst ones. That's oh god. That's I. That made me cringe earlier. Stillin. Stillin. Villain. Stillin. You villain. I'll. Stillin. Weird lyrics all around. Yeah. I don't like. I don't really get her point here. Um. This is. No. I mean. I get. She thinks he's cheating, but. She says weird stuff. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's well. She's just pissed at him. That's to me. This is like prototype um, everyday a little death. Yeah, but that one like, has that's way more much substance. more substance. Yeah, like actually goes into that character. This is just one dimensional, like angry wife. Yeah, um, she's just she. It's just like the fact that she yelled at us in the beginning is that's <laughs> that's uh you know immediately I was like um, I had thought of the uh, Queen of Hearts or whatever and oh right you know. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Lewis Carroll. Is that who wrote it? You know, that was actually supposed to be his wife. Whoa, that's mean. Yeah. I think. But she really did murder people, so she kind of deserved it. Oh, really? Yeah, she would say off at their heads, and then it would be real. Yeah. Oh, well, then in that case, you should be immortalized as this terrible character. Yeah. Jeez. That's terrible. Yeah, a little true crime tidbit for you. (laughs) Lewis Carroll's wife was an axe murderer. I don't think I know that story as well as others do. She gets very small, and then she gets very big. Okay. And there's a hookah-smoking caterpillar, and there is a crazy um, tea party. It's just like Trippy Wizard of Oz, right? Essentially, that's like the arc. But Wizard of Oz is Trippy. How does she get back? How does she get back? Yeah. Does they cover that? Um, Does she just stay in Wonderland? I guess it's not called how Alice gets out of Wonderland. No, she does get back. I think she climbs back up. Okay. Because she went down originally, so then I think she goes back up. Okay. I'm not sure if she like has friends or whatever. <laughs> I know she has the cat, but the cat might be her enemy. Right. The cat freaks her out. Okay. Cat was scary. Yes. Was terrified of that cat. Yes. Especially in the cartoon. <sighs> Fuck that shit. But she's seeing all kinds of notes and they're like drink me eat me and it's like who's leaving these notes for a child oh that's and and he's invisible 
C.S. Lewis wrote that. Oh. Lewis Carroll wrote Alice in Wonderland. C.S. Lewis wrote Narnia. Yeah. And Aslan was Jesus. That's right. And the lion. Yeah. And Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was actually the second book. Mm-hmm. And Turkish Delight makes you into a, uh, a greedy young boy. That's funny. That's the other thing I remember about that yeah. book as well. I remember... Don't accept Turkish Delight. Being... You're a greedy young boy. Yeah, I remember like becoming very hungry upon that description <laughs> of Turkish Delight, and it's stuck with me ever since. And they gave I us Turkish Delight when chocolate. we read it in school. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I read it on my own time. It's like marshmallows. Oh, yeah. It's fine. If we have any Turkish listeners, your delight... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should go to Turkey and get the original delight. You know? Oh, do you think delight. a lot of people come to like Istanbul and are like, let me try like, your. Did, did the they delight? just say delight here? I mean, it's yeah, like, do they say right, Chinese like, food in China? Do say, like, do they say just fries in France? Yeah. I, <laughs> you know? um, or do they just call it like dressing they call, in the various countries, like Italian dressing, French dressing? They yeah. They just call it dressing. Just it's sauce. Can I just sauce have some uh, liquid that we all uh, eat? Spaghetti <laughs> with sauce. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you even call Italians, it spaghetti? Do you even call it Italian? Do you just sauce? call it a? Do you just call it noodles or? Yeah, they probably have a whole word for it. That's right. Well, pasta. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I respect these cultures. Yeah, but um, Bert Shevlov does not. Bert Shevlov has no respect for the Italian community. Yeah. Um. Because his depiction of Rome is honestly offensive. Yeah. You're saying that there is, like, um, that there is there, these kinds of chase scenes just going in the, in the street. That's not how it was. It was dignified. There was aqueducts and That's right. people shat. They had water chases. And they needed to have sometimes the Colosseum filled with water. Mm-hmm. That's right. Where would it come from? The aqueduct. That's right. And then they drained it. Mm-hmm. They had a whole system. Yeah. Figure that one out, Bert. Yeah, he didn't. You fuck, ever, yeah, he didn't know. He I didn't mean, know shit about this. That. We know about Bert Chevlov. He never, never rode in a canoe. Never rode in a canoe. Never learned how to build an aqueduct. Yeah. So that's one difference. If between you don't get the angles right, there's like the. You're gonna get like a bad water supply that yeah. kills people yeah yeah the angles and the arches yeah you gotta have they go for miles yeah it's and crazy only doric columns only yeah only dora dora can call them you use any ionic columns in your aqueducts i cannot stress the hell yeah. that will come upon you it's like a plague yeah a plague of bad water on yes. your house on both your houses burnt and people would live under the ducts too that's true really uh-huh mm. look up pirate chases in ancient rome oh yeah sure and now was this blackbeard pirates yeah or yeah just that, that was the variety okay who was getting chased and then on the uh the chasing end we had um king of rome Oh. John Clark, King of Rome. Okay. And he had a big ass stallion 
and everybody was really scared. So. <laughs> and I've lost. Yeah, he killed those pirates. Okay. But that's another musical, and Burke could write about that, but he's not. He's not writing about the aqueduct. And Larry Gelbart, he's like, I feel like Larry Gelbart is getting a pass in all of this. Who's that? He wrote it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just want to scrape it out of my mind. Larry, Larry Gelbart. Gelbart. <sighs> and how Prince, I bet, was on it too. I think so. And then, you know, they needed Jerry to help. Fast boy. Yeah, I did. They did say that, right? Jerry had to help. He said that he said love is in the air is a bad opening number, but I think it's a better opening number. Yeah. So Jerry, your input was stupid. Fuck you, Jerry. And why does you have people play the guitar sometimes in your choreography? Doesn't make sense. What? Sometimes he have people play guitar in their choreography. Look for it. They do it in I Feel Pretty. Really? Yeah, like they do like air guitar. Oh. It's wow. like one of the moves that he does. <laughs> one of his signature bits. Well, Jerry loved guitar. That we know. Uh -huh. Hell yeah. That was a riff he tried to put into West Side Story. Yeah, he was like, he just had a little piece of sheet music and he was like, hey, Lenny, yeah, uh, just, just a suggestion. I bow down, oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he actually, before, long before it came out, uh, he was trying to write a song that was the opening damp to You Got a Friend in Me. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes, thank you, Perry. Yeah. It's improvised symbol right there. This one's for you, Randy. You got a friend in me. You got friends. Did I tell you I'm working on a new project? Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a new musical, and it's called um, it's called um, uh, it's called Kids House House for Kids. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's, a, it's kind of a mirror title. It's yeah. There's parentheses. Oh, where? Uh, House for Kids. Okay. Not House for Kids. Kids House. Kids House. House, house for, for Kids. Kids. Yeah. All right. Um, and this is to clarify. Um, yeah. That it's not like kids house it's mm. not like a house where like weird stuff is going on it's a house for kids i see it more where like if we need to do a sequel we're set up for that for oh so, so it could kids be like house, house for kids it could be kids house house for pizza delivery uh -huh. you know <laughs> different versions you and know? is that yeah and that's the scam that the kids play yeah it could be because could you, be once they get into that house you don't even but know i don't even know what this is i mean oh, yeah. what is well, this yeah okay, so well it, it stars uh 10 different kids right yeah oh wow um, big cast the big cast well those that's just the kids yeah and so they're they're kids and their their parents have had it up to here with them yeah and um they are all of their parents are getting together and they're saying our kids are too much they're staying up all night they're in the woods when they're not supposed to be like they oh. leave the front door open right so we need to do something so they they get coaxed into going to this parent camp right okay and it's like a seminar where they're going to teach you how to be a more stern parent with your kid yeah and so really and this is important the kids made this happen 
So oh, the, kids the kids made are... the kids made the parents all go to the camp. Wow. And by by being bad. Yeah. And um, but the parents, the a school bus travels to the to the um, to the camp, and so all ten parents or ten pairs of parents. Yeah. Are on the bus together and. The bus crashes and all parents die. Whoa! Yeah, and that's also we're gonna do the we're gonna have that happen on stage. Wow! Yeah. So this is a this is a dark show. No, it's it's it actually gets really funny. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets really funny wow. because what happens is there's some weird. Edgy. Yeah, there's some weird um law because of how because of how they are were on the bus and how they were all killed at once the. There's a loophole in the law which makes it so that each kid is the parent of each other. (laughs) Legally. So they live in a house and it's kid house. House for kids. Wait, did the kids set this up as well? They they (laughs) signed the documents that would legally allow them. They yeah, they had it was just the best way. It was the (laughs) best. Well, but, but yeah. you can't argue with the law, Perry. Yeah, it's I mean, a it was a it's a strange loophole. Yeah, I'm getting in too much into the semantics. Yeah, so we, that, let's just say there was like a next of kin. That's thing. opening scene, right? Well, opening scene is um, we open with well one of the kids, Ma- Margot. Yeah. Um, is on stage playing with some shapes. Okay. And um, Margot's parents come in and they're like. This is this pisses us off. <laughs> this pisses. That's the first song. Whoa! And then they go and there's another there's another scene where we meet another kid named Kyle and Kyle's like broke a disc <laughs> and his parents are like we needed that classic. Yes. Uh, what were they gonna use that disc for? That was probably their copy of You Me and Dupree. Yeah, probably. I, I again I do feel like you're getting a little bit too much into the specifics. Yeah, I don't know. I just, that's what I do. I, I just <laughs> you know get into I mean? the yeah. details. Yeah. You know okay, the sure, nitty gritty. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Obsessive. Um, right or detailed. And then we meet other boys and girls mm-hmm. and their parents, and then the parents go to a class together. And they learn about the camp. And then so this is like 20 minutes into the show when we first have the bus crash. Okay. And then there's, I mean, the kids are very upset at first. Mm-hmm. So it, it is very heavy in that. There's, right. There's, it's a rainy day and the kids are sad. Yeah. And at the first, it was a little bit like Sweeney Todd where the first act ends mm-hmm. with a setup of the next act or like a little bit like a little night music. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where they say we're going to build kids house house for kids at the oh, end of the first act. Okay. And then when you come back from intermission, they built the house. They built it already. Oh, wow. And okay. they and they also they part of the legal system is that they have to build it. <laughs> and so they all become each other's parents and they have they to build They have to build it. Yeah. Wow. Only the true legal guardian can build the house which is all of them and they have to yeah. all be present. That so. is that is the law. Yeah, and it yeah, the house looks like shit. <laughs> they can't fucking cook. These kids are so stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's a classic comedy. It sounds hilarious. Yeah, but then they grow up and they all just get real messed up. Wow. Yeah, they all just have, they all are just really not doing too well. Okay, so we st- open the first act, they've built the house, but they've, you kind of are like, I yes. mean the second act. The you, second act. But they've, they've built the house, but they're also, yeah, so we go 
that day and then it jumps forward in time we have a couple more days there's yeah. like a, a bunch of incidents okay happen yeah so first there's like the scene where they try to figure out how to make spaghettios which was always their favorite <laughs> snack yeah in, in the times of their parents being yeah alive very unfortunate that's right and i can relate to this as a yes. millennial as a Me latchkey kid too. coming yes, back and exactly. eating at spaghettios by myself while yeah. pap pap worked on the rollers but they didn't <laughs> they didn't know how to heat it up right yeah so they were eating it cold yeah. and then they all threw up because it was so gross and then wow and then and it was like like we had to put in hoses full of fake puke and the first opening night the puke guy turned all the hoses up way too hard so oh, it was gosh. like kids were like falling all over like almost like being propelled by the by the puke coming out oh but did it work though people loved it so you it kept was it hilarious. in yeah we kept it in keep I it said, in i said keep turning that up the way it is yeah most every night i won't even let the kids know yeah and um what are you using for your fake puke my if it's puke oh this is real puke oh yeah but it's it's planted it's sort of it's stacked ahead of time it's like our episodes wink wink oh okay Wink, wink. I didn't think we were going to give that away. I know. That's why I said wink, wink. I'm not um, giving it away. Okay. Yeah. Well? There would have to be some kind of fucking genius to get through that. Well, I, I, I think our listeners are quite smart, uh, honestly. So <laughs> I wouldn't put that past <laughs> them. I don't know why you feel that they would be. I don't know. I've been emailing some of them. Genius. I've been emailing some of them, and right. they sound pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't even spell uh, my name. Oh, well, that's fucking Gary. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Gary is... You know that thing that Gary has. Yeah. They can't type out any word in the no. proper order. No. You and didn't know about this. I did know. Oh, you did. I did know. Right, but you said no. No. So you said no as in I know. I'm like, no. Okay. I know. Right. And I actually helped Gary with that. Yeah. And I actually drove him to his classes. Okay. And we actually have a whole conversation about it often. Really? And I say, how are you doing with that? But here's the thing. In this particular email, he was being a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. And he was just, you know. It's not easy for him. Oh, um, I know. But, um, yeah. It's but not he easy doesn't have to be rude um well but he can be yeah if our he fans wants are to be shitheads yeah no I mean, our no fandom is shit our fans are they hate the show as they should though doesn't this yeah. podcast persuade you to dislike things i i seek to be disliked because that is the joe rogan way and if i don't that must be what he's doing yeah and then just people aren't getting it. people aren't getting it it's like it's like you're michael richards you're hitlers like people don't get the bit you know they're being like look i'm the worst guy and you just aren't getting it i don't understand it's complicated there's a lot of misunderstood so the kids house kids house are you the director um no, it's directed by kids. Oh, kid directed. Yeah, this is actually based on real events. These kids are 
orphans. Oh, these is a true to life story. Yeah. So are they acting and directing well, in the they story? they will be orphans by the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to kill their parents. Oh, you're taking that old shtick. Yeah. With that, well, Famously originated by Crab Lord, taken but, for by Slipknot. I know, but they got there first. Yeah, they got there first. And, and But now it's the form. Yeah, now it's but now it's selling tickets, baby. And we could, if these kids, we watch them go through that transformation for real of being at first sad that their parents died, but then oh, wow. so happy when they wow. realized that they could live in a house all by themselves. I that's mean, fucking awesome. that's real life. That's fucking theater yeah. right in front of you. That's flesh po- moving. There's another scene where they have popsicles for dinner and they throw up. That was <laughs> that was on purpose. And then you take that throw up. And it's yeah, it's recycled. It's recycled. like uh, okay. Now I'm seeing the wheels are turning. Now. Yeah, the wheels are. This turning. is where I've been for the last three months. The puke. The puke. A wheel I've is, been drawing is, charts and it's been crazy in my house. I think most of the design is the the, the the tubes. The tubes and the you know, the septic tank. Yeah. Under the stage. Well and, and yeah, and yeah, it's And of, where is this being put up? It's that well it's so it's it's a technically Steppenwolf is being very gracious and right. letting us use their part of their parking lot for this production wow and we will be encountering a little bit of parking people trying to move the cars around it right but keep in mind where else would we have a real bus crash yeah parking garage is a good place yep yep it's a lot like the frogs you gotta have it in a pool yes it's gotta be in a pool that was my inspiration yeah Yes. Wow, this is, I mean, revolutionary and good on the Steppenwolf for putting it on. I, no, they are not putting it on. Oh, the, the parking lot. Yeah, it's near Steppenwolf, technically in the parking garage. This is a, is this a Keith production? A what? I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, but I know the guy that runs the parking lot. Steppenwolf occasionally does, the, you know, these you, offbeat shows. Are you talking about, are you talking about him on the podcast? I mean, well, because I had to get, you know how long it took me to get Keith's number? How long? Years. Wow. I was barking up that tree for years. Dang. They kept, they kept telling me to get new passwords. Okay. I came to the door. I knocked the right, the right way. Yeah. They opened the little slot where they look out with their eyes. <laughs> okay. And they say, password, please. And I said, Tango 42, because that's what it was. <laughs> and they said, that was the password until five minutes ago, and then yeah. they slammed the slot, and then I have to come back the next day and try a whole different time. Let me just expedite this process okay. for you. Um, just come with me next time. This is well, I've never. Well, to deal we with already this. got a situation worked out, so okay. we don't even ever need to do. All that. right, you, you, because I went through it the hard way, okay. and I did real life work. I'm just saying, you know. Okay, this this sounds revolutionary, and you know, yeah. I I just hope that whatever's playing at the Steppenwolf, the patrons there will come see your show. We'll see all the vomit. I think they'll give up their tickets. Yeah, and yeah, and the septic tank which you've brought in. That's on the underground, the level they below. They d- drilling, yes. Yeah, well, they, the drilling already happened, but yeah. the holes are there. Okay. And they and a lot of the sawdust is there too. Okay. Yeah. So. Or it's like little bits of asphalt. You know what I mean? Well, it's not a theater if it's not dusty. That's what I'm saying, right? And that's yeah. what I keep saying to Keith. Yeah. But he keeps, you know, you know how he. He is the thing about 
particles. Yeah, he's like, there's a particle. And I'm That's like, such a good impression. <laughs> I, I know. I'm there's a particle. There's a particle. And he takes off his mask and he <laughs> says, <laughs> Barry, there's a particle. <laughs> It takes him so long to take off his mask that I'm like, what? Spit it out. Yeah. But he can't. Like, he And it's like, like, we know what you're going to say, Keith. Yeah. There's a particle. Yeah. Like, there's always particles. <laughs> yeah, there's always, and they're Sorry. everywhere. They're everywhere. I mean, what? Are you trying to run a theater without particles? I don't understand. No, I don't understand either. Particles are what make it. He is a madman, but he is an artist, and some say a genius. Some say. Some say. Yeah. I say that is true. I say it's true, too. Yeah. God bless, Keith. Yeah, well, not God bless, because he doesn't believe in God. But I know, I know. We've ha- we've been talking about that a lot recently. Right. We, okay. We so went over his faith. You know, Keith. I know, Keith. We don't have to have this yeah, argument so where like would... we're trying to compete. Like, yeah, who but, knows so, Keith better? But, but he actually told me one real reason for why he doesn't believe in God. That's from his childhood. Right. That he said he hasn't told anybody else. Okay. And he's very old. This is the Tic Tac story. I know this story. No, it was. It was a tick, but it wasn't. You're, but it's not the one with the, where he was at the target. Mm-hmm. You, you know yeah. that one. Yeah, I know that one. The target, and he went down the center aisle. And he was crying when he told me. He was bawling. He was uh, like, "I've held this up for so lo- inside for so long." You know what? I'm sorry. This is actually a different story because he was actually laughing when. Oh yeah. You know. See that, that that actually does make a difference though. Yeah, it yeah. does. Well, I have no idea what you're the end of your story was but keith Whoa. slid down that aisle laughing yeah and um was truly reminded of uh the glory of the the simple pleasures of this earth and not the the world above yeah and that's what to me when he to told me garage. yes yes and not believing in god yes because god cannot see into keith's helm which is a garage. <laughs> it's got no windows, concrete walls. God can't penetrate concrete. It's true. Well, that's what he thinks anyway. That's we what God thinks. To be false. And we, we like to keep it that way. Because <laughs> we don't want him trying. Um, um, well, I hope you, I wish you the best of luck when our previews. Oh, it's already on. It's on. It's, it's on. It's playing right now. I mean, I should probably get over there. <laughs> probably go. I, it, I mean, it's, wait, it starts at 7.30. What is it? Yeah. What's the time is it right now? It's 7, um, 50. Are you kidding? Did you miss the opening number? I said, I was. Well, 20 minutes in at this point, you've probably missed the bus crash. Oh, it's probably happening right now. So right now you're really knowing if people are going to be on board with this thing. Yeah, well, yeah. it's. I mean, it's fine. I'll get one of the kids to text me. They're always on their fucking phones anyway. <laughs> In the production. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't get them to do anything else. Yeah. Well, I'm not the director. So but that's realistic. Yeah. You're just adding a touch of realism. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. They all got fidget spinners and vapes. and. Mm-hmm. It's a classic of the times. It's, it's a little bit like, uh, you know the great gatsby of today yeah you know this this show is kids house yeah they're like they're like old chap oh they all speak in british accents 
Well, is that was Gatsby British? Because I thought he was no. American. It was quintessential American tale. He said, "Old chap," or what did he say? No. He said, he said "Old man." There you go, old dog. Play you it again, know I Sammy. Love Fitzgerald, Alex. I don't like these jokes. What did what does Gatsby say? What he what is he, what is his deal? Is he so rich that he's good, or is he still bad? No, he loves the green light. Is the green light money? The green light is whatever you want it to be. That's the whole point of the story. People thought they were inventing metaphors for the first time, but it wasn't that big of a deal. So what? He sees a green light. In the Odyssey, he sees a big squid monster or something. <laughs> I don't think literature came that far. Same difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Old chap. Well, you're going to have something. <laughs> it's not funny. Felt old fellow. He never said that. He, did, he, said, he said something, though. Um, he raises his glass and he's like, here's to you, old chum. I think he says, Nick Carraway, my darling boy, live in this house that's much smaller than mine. Are you serious? That's yeah. his line? Yeah. That's a weird-ass Come line. look at the green light with me and Daisy. So what is the, is the green light, like, on the wall? The green light is the... It's across the dock. Oh, it's across the... I see. I have lights like that that I look at. So I understand that. Yeah. Sure. Well, you live at the pier. So he lives on a boat? No. It's a yacht. No. He lives... In a home. Yeah. And he just has people over. That's right. Because he's lonely. Never-ending party. too rich. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And he loves friend of Nick's. Daisy. Who friend... I think so. Nick Carraway is the darling young boy who yes. is there to go live in a smaller house. Let's go with that. Yeah. So Nick Carraway brings a a, a young uh, would-be grandmaster to the party. He's a Ku Klux Klan member. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, sure. That's a true information about the yeah, book? Yeah, he's a grandmaster. Uh, a grand, that's a grand dragon. Grand, okay, well... Did you really read this book, Perry? <laughs> it was so important to me. Because I didn't read it, but at least I know that. No, it was one it. of those books in high school that, do you ever have this, you like convince yourself that it means more to you, but that you really don't know what the fuck is. Well, yeah, about. they pressure you to know what the fuck. They're yeah. like, they're like Holden Caulfield goes to the science museum. Get that? You get it? <laughs> Isn't it obvious? Uh, yeah. Loss of innocence, uh, dumbass. Phonies, uh, come on. <laughs> You have to be stupid not to see what the fucking carousel means. <laughs> and the red hunting hat? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's easy to decipher. Yeah. It's simple stuff. Simple stuff. All right. To kill a mockingbird, Judge eats his cigar much in the way that the law eats its own <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>